Welcome, everyone, to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Friday, March 25th, 2022. And today on the show, we are talking about Halo, the series. That's right, the pilot for that show. We got the first pilot here, or the first episode of the brand new show over on Paramount+. Plus. And uh, this has been a long time coming. So I'm going to do kind of a non-spoilery, just kind of, you know, just impressions of this first episode. And then uh, I will go into some spoiler territory because I know there's a lot of people out there who just kind of want to, you know, get into the meat, the meat of this episode. So uh, hopefully you've had a chance to see it. And if you haven't, like I said, I am going to give some impressions here. Just kind of let you know kind of what's going on with it. But a little bit of housekeeping here as always. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuslife at gmail.com. So kind of overarching thing with this show. I mean, this has been something that fans have been asking for for a long, long time. Ever since, I mean, hell, probably back to the original Halo video game, we all dreamed about what would a Halo television series or movie what would that look like? And then, of course, we got word that Peter Jackson was tied to it with Weta Studios, and we even saw some clips of a drivable warthog. And then um, I can't think of the the director's name right now, but uh, when Peter Jackson kind of went away and it ended up becoming the movie District 9, um, there's been so many starts and stops with this. And, we, and we've even had um, promotional ads and things like that for some of the games showing fan-made content in 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 you know a a realized halo world right and we never never got it well microsoft announced back when the i think the xbox one was coming out even that there was going to be a show at that point which even i guess got canned at some point when they were doing their whole xbox uh television push with the original xbox one and so here we are now we do finally have a realized halo show and you know it's been for me it's one of those things like i said that i i've always kind of wanted to see and every time you would see like fan-made stuff on youtube it was like damn i just i need it to be longer right i i want that story and you know on one end you would want it to be the story of the video games right as a fan but then in the same sense it's kind of like well maybe there's other stories that could be told there. And I think the decision here um, to do what they're calling now the silver timeline was the right decision because originally, you know, when that had come out, there were a lot of people a little bit upset, a little bit nervous about that, this idea that they were going to take the Halo story and kind of make it its own thing for this audience. But you got to really look at who this show is for, which is kind of one of the big questions I kind of have coming away from it is like, Is it for fans like me? Yes. I mean, there's a lot of nods there for me, but I think it's also just to pull people into this universe because there's a plethora of books out there. There's, what, over 30 books or whatever that that are taking place in the Halo universe. So you may not play the video games, but you may watch this show and be like, damn, there's a lot of books for me to go read. There's comics, you know, that that now are are, um, out there for you to go ahead and read in collections and things like that. There's a lot that you can do in the Halo universe outside of playing any of the video games. And it really is an awesome universe that they've created. Um, And so, you know, going into this episode, I kind of set my expectations a little low, knowing like, okay, because even about a week ago before the show was 
show premiered, it was revealed that the showrunners for the show didn't even bother to play the games or one of the guys or whoever, maybe the director. I don't know. I'm kind of misquoting that. You can look that up and, and, <laughs> and see who it was. But there was like this whole day of this story that like they didn't even play the games. They just kind of sat down, figured out the themes and everything that they kind of wanted to do, learned a little bit about the characters and just jumped in. And for me, you know, if I was to do a show like this, I would want to just soak in everything I could. I'd be reading every book, every comic, playing every video game, everything, and find out what it is that people love about this. But in the same sense, you know, in doing that, you're really going to possibly limit yourself on what you can write because you're always going to be comparing to that. So maybe this was the right way to go. And so far, what I've seen from the show, I liked. And, and I think a lot of it was more the kind of political intrigue of it and where this might go because the first like 10 minutes you get a lot of action and I, and you know no spoilers here but the first 10 minutes or so is a lot of action that's in there and the cgi definitely could have used some work i don't know if i needed more time or you know supposedly there's a pretty big budget on the show i don't know that to me it had a little bit of cheesiness factor to it um that you know at some points looks good but when it was in motion really moving fast and a lot of you know gun shooting and and at one point there's like hand-to-hand -hand combat all that stuff looked a little low budget and so and i've seen that a lot kind of pop up on the internet but when you move beyond that and kind of see where the story is going and in the direction they're taking the master chief character and you know master chief in the video games is always a character who is behind that helmet you know he's almost just kind of this like inanimate um avatar that we play as that just kind of experiences the world around him and it wasn't until later on that like when 343 took over that they really started kind of exploring the person underneath that armor and when you learn that story and i mean it, it was out there before but when they really kind of explored it more and really got into kind of the emotional side of it in the games and even in some of the books and that um it's a tragic story you know john spartan 117 his story is pretty tragic and it's his story is the same story of all the other Spartans in the world. And it, it's kind of crazy. And what's neat about this show is not only does it seem like they're really going to kind of explore him and kind of his discovery of his past and, and kind of how he got to where he is, but also the political position of the, the galaxy or the world, whatever you want to call it. I mean, the UNSC is kind of the national military group that's kind of fighting for humanity. You guys are hearing cars going by. I'm sitting in carpool here for my son. Um, that is kind of like the political government or whatever you want to call it. I mean, they're really the military, but like, you know, they're, they're part of this, this government faction that kind of unifies all the human worlds. Um, and we're finding here that, you know, they may not always be doing the right thing. And I think we're going to kind of uncover some things in there. And then on top of that, the Covenant, who are, you know, the the enemy of the video games and then kind of the, the world, um, who at points kind of become allies. There's some interesting things they're already doing in just this first episode alone that really have me questioning as to where the story is going to go. So um, I would say if you're a Halo fan, you obviously got to watch it. I mean, you got to see it. You got to, you, if you know the story of Halo and the games and all that, you got to see this direction, this different take on it and where it's going to go. And plus just, I mean, come on, just seeing the Spartans in action, seeing Master Chief, it, it, it's just awesome, man. Like it was just super cool to see that. Um, if you're not a Halo fan or, or don't know anything about, you know, the Halo universe, I, I think you're still in for a pretty cool sci-fi show. Cause at one point, 
again, I'm not going to spoil this, but I, I had a very like Star Wars Episode One feeling as I'm watching it. I'm like, this is just like a cool sci-fi. I mean, even was reminding me of like The Expanse, even like if you would like to show The Expanse, which now has ended, this is just another sci-fi show you're probably going to dig, whether it's, you know, Halo or not. Like, it's just a cool story about humanity in the future, fighting an alien race and, and the politics behind just the different outposts and, and you know, the, the different uh, population of humans that are out there. It, it I think it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm digging it. I'm not like running away like I typically do with like a Marvel show or a Star Wars show. Just like, oh my God, I need to dissect every piece of this, which I'm still planning on doing that because, you know, the way that, well, maybe not as in-depth as some of those as Marvel or Star Wars, but um, the fact that the direction they're taking this, there's a lot of questions and a lot of way we can kind of think about like where they're going to take it. Um, so I think it's still going to be well worth doing an episode every week kind of on the the current episodes. You can always go back and listen to these if you're going to binge the show later on or whatever. Um, but it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really liking it and uh, already looking forward uh, to episode two. I think there's nine episodes um, this season. <laughs> the one thing that does suck is we have... Uh, free trial to Paramount Plus with, uh, we just switched our cell phones recently to T-Mobile and, uh, it's the advertised, the advertiser version, you know, uh, pay, payment tier. So, I mean, I'm getting it for free, so whatever, but it's just like, it's an hour long episode. I'm just like, oh, there's all these ads popping up. It's like, come on, man. Like, I don't want to watch ads. You get so used to watching, you know, Mandalorian and Boba Fett and even all the Marvel shows without commercials. And then when you're, you suck into this and it's like, damn it, you know, there's probably like five commercial breaks in each one. It tells you, you know, 120 seconds left on that commercial. It just, just kind of sucks. But all right, let's wrap it, wrap up the non-spoiler talk and get into spoiler talk. So that is your warning. If you uh, haven't watched it yet or you don't want to be spoiled, now's your time. I'll catch you guys next week. We're going to be talking uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands next week. Um, I did pick that up and I've uh, been playing a bunch today. And and uh, spoiler alert on that, it's pretty great. It's good. It's good. Of course, a Harley pulls up next to the truck now or the car. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, but all right. So let's jump in here to the spoiler territory. And, um, you know, this take on Master Chief, couple things. One, completely just like going against the UNSC this early on. I mean, we don't know where this would technically be in the time frame of him fighting the Covenant. And obviously we can't correlate it to the, the stories, of course, because it is a very different story. But like episode one, couple things. One, going right against the UNSC to not go through Article 72 and kill... I think it was her name, Quan, which was kind of shocking that he did that. I mean, but once he touched the artifact and had some of his memories coming back, that was super cool. I mean, the thing, I think the fact that we're going to get to see that, him kind of remembering that, and what is that going to do to his relationship with Halsey? Like, is he going to, as he starts to have more of these memories and remember a childhood that, um, you know, when, when you think about the Master Chief, you know, from the video games, he doesn't remember any of that. You know, I mean, he was a young kid and, and may, maybe maybe he does, but he, he just has moved on. Um, this John had his memories purposely blocked and now has touched what appears to be a forerunner artifact. I don't know why humans can suddenly, you know, in this world, why humans can kind of tap into um, the power of them. Um, but the fact that he is going to now become or start having these memories and that that is going to be, um, kind of a through line we're going to get in this um, is pretty awesome. I think that's pretty cool. You know, we're going to kind of get to envision that. Um, one kind of gripe I have about it, and it just made me think of it because of the Article 72. Um, we know this is based on a first-person video game. We don't need to go first-person. Um, I think 
them showing like the only time the first person in this scene actually made sense and even in like the writing sense was that moment we we learn about article 72 we learn that Quan needs to be um taken out assassinated killed and john is having that conversation with her and he sees that in his hood us as the audience see it he we know he sees it she doesn't know it that's cool i thought that was kind of neat but other than that any of the action scenes in first person we don't need that man i mean this harkens back somebody in our discord said it and i mean i thought of it the first time i saw it too is like the old doom movie with the rock that went first person don't do that it's 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 dumb it's 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 just dumb like <laughs> we don't need that at all um so that was kind of unneeded um but uh you know the, the when i mentioned the scene to me that kind of reminded me of episode one was when we actually saw um we went to you know high charity and we see um oh, i can't believe i can't think of their names right now mercy is his name um the chancellor mercier and you, you see you know the the alien in the the floating high prophet mercy that's his name that's what it is um but yeah you see him and he's talking to this this human woman who I mean, what what is the deal with her? Like, why, what is she doing with them? But I really was getting just those Star Wars Episode One vibes, um, kind of from that scene. I don't know. It just there's something about it that I think it's really going to be just a good sci-fi show um, for those just looking to kind of fill a, a sci-fi gap. Now, the other kind of bit that to me, and this is really, even though I'm a, a big Halo fan, the thing that's really interesting to me and kind of where they're taking the story is kind of just the ethics and kind of where they're going to kind of go with some of that. And from a couple uh, standpoints is one, I mean, we know the ethics of just the Spartans in general. And I think more people kind of understanding and seeing that what that is, um, is going to be interesting for those that don't know. Um, basically kids were taken from their parents and we find out unbeknownst to the parents. And we're actually, we learned at some point even replaced with clones of those kids. Um, so John's parents didn't really know that he was gone because he was replaced with this clone. And we do get visions of this clone process of Halsey creating these clones. Now, I don't know if that, it looks like to be a clone of herself too. I don't know if that's going to really be, uh, come into play in this. I mean, I have a feeling we're, we're going to have to have John remember being taken as a child, um, and so maybe that's where the cloning is going to go from. That I don't know. Um, but also, like I kind of mentioned about the UNSC, like what is, what are their ethics? You know, like the UNSC in the games is just the military and seems to be kind of this unifying uh, group and everybody is kind of all on the same page. I mean, we do know there are some splinter factions, but we're seeing that clearly. I mean, the first group of people we see here want nothing to do with the UNSC to the point where they're even ready to attack the Spartans and any, any UNSC force that shows up. And, you know, we get the scene of Commander Keys and Miranda Keys, which were in this episode. And Commander Keys basically telling Miranda, like, you know, we're, we're having to issue Article 72 on Quan. And Miranda knows that means that she's dying. And so it's like the UNSC is crushing any possibility of any information getting out that they don't want out there. You know, anything that could potentially drive away, you know, it's one of these splinter groups of humans they don't want out there. And that's interesting. Like, this is not the first time Article 72, I'm sure, has been enacted. And so that's kind of crazy. And then, you know, you couple that with then John's realization of that, because we even learn about Quan's parents, right? We learn that, um, or her, not her parents, but her mom, and how her mom just went to this meeting 
And it was supposed to be kind of this gathering of, of people there from different subsects. But then John, as you know, uh, Spartan 117, Master Chief was told to go there and assassinate one person. But instead, when they get there and get down on the ground, they're told that everybody needs to go. And he wipes them all out. And that really is what makes him decide not to enact Article 72. Um, there's really some weird underlying like ethics here with the UNSC. And like to me, that's almost more <laughs> what I'm interested in right now after seeing it. Like the halo bits, we're going to get that imagery. I mean, we had some of the sound effects with the shield recharge and all that stuff. All that's going to be there. But like now having seen it, um, that and be, knowing that it's not going to be the same story, that I think is really what's intriguing to me and really what's going to be pulling me back into the show um, week after week. So um, I don't know. It's it's pretty neat. I, I I actually really enjoyed it. You know, I'm not putting it again, not putting it up there with Star Wars or Marvel, but um, where the show is going to go, I think it's a cool story. But uh, but if you're here for that same retelling of the Master Chief story we've seen in the video games and all that, like, I don't think you're going to get that here. But, you know, again, that that woman that's there with, with uh, High Prophet there in the, in the Citadel, or the, in High Citadel, here I am mixing uh, Mass Effect in here, in uh, Char High Charity, um, very interesting. Very interesting. And, and I want the story of how did she hook up with the Covenant? Why is she here? How did she get to be a part of that? Like, that, that's pretty wild, right? That's pretty crazy. Um we're going to have to just wait and see, I guess. Hopefully all will, will re be revealed in time. So, all right, that's going to do it for me, guys. Let me know your thoughts here on episode one of Halo. I would love to know what you thought of the show. Um, hit me up, of course. Email me, theenthuslife at gmail.com. Hit me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. On Monday, we're going to be talking about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, I have played today. I think I'm, I'm level seven probably hour and a half, two hours in. I spent a little bit of time in the character creator creating Brachus, who is my uh, half-orc that I usually play, my half-orc barbarian in D&D. Brachus now lives in uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, so that was kind of cool being able to kind of create him um, in the game. But uh, spoiler alert, it, it's a lot of fun, and it's probably the most fun I've had in Borderlands in a long time, probably since back in Borderlands 2. Like, the, the little bit I've played here at Borderlands... <laughs> Or, or of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I've had more fun here than I did probably in all of Borderlands 3. So that should tell you something. But we'll be talking about that on Monday. So until then, everybody, have a great weekend, and I will catch you next time. Bye.